3: A popular view of Dublin Airport is that it is the place where one gets a plane out of the country. And this undoubtedly is correct. However, it is more than this. It is Ireland's principal airport, carrying all the connotations of port. An intake point for passengers and cargo, with a backup of services and facilities. The international airports have had a steady increase in freight cargo over the years. And Dublin is no exception. Freight carriage is in fact a definite expansionist area. An indication of the growth of the airport can be found in the passenger figures. In 1940, 10,000 people passed through. In 1976, it was in excess of 2 million. The airport has grown accordingly. It now covers a total area in excess of 1,500 acres, with banks, shops, restaurants, car rental firms and so on. On Friday, August 19th, we followed the build-up and the back-up for one flight. Flight 668, Dublin to Zurich. Scheduled for takeoff at 1600 hours.
4: Have a look at your bag, sir, please. Just put it up here. You open, please.
5: Uh, My name is Jim McDonald. I'm the Chief Airport Security Officer. in charge of the airport security force. Um, The airport security force consists of uh, two branches, uh, police and fire service. Um, They will take the police service first. Uh, They uh, man the various checkpoints and uh, maintain traffic control and look after the general flow of passengers and visitors and such like. Um, do we control access. The airport is divided into two parts, airside and landside. The airside is a restricted area and uh, we man the various access points from landside to airside.
3: What sort of security problems do you have here now in Dublin Airport? Well,
5: uh, the parking is one, like uh, regular uh, legal parking of cars.
3: How about the more serious aspects of security, bombs, guns, um, hijacking and so on?
5: We have measures in, in operation. Uh, we, we have a check on all vehicles approaching the uh, terminal uh, that is located down on the uh, approach road at, at the... Uh, Old Georgian building down there. Uh, then we, we have a scrutiny on the car park. We have uh, an elevated observation tower which uh, with uh, closed circuit television cameras and that that keep a general uh, view of activity. Um, we have uh, at the entrances to the passenger terminal. We carry out a, a check on uh, luggage and on the passengers. We use. Uh, uh, explosive detectors for this purpose and, um, and then we, we have the uh, international aviation requirements of uh, checking hand luggage before passengers board the aircraft.
6: Now, have your attention please? Would a Mr and Mrs Evers awaiting unaccompanied minors please come to the information desk. Mr. and Mrs. Evers, awaiting unaccompanied minors, please come to the Information Desk.
2: Yes, could you ever ask, please, is Mrs. Gilligan here to meet Anne Louise Gilligan? Is that possible? Yes, Mary Ann Burns and Tony Hayden to the Information Desk. Yeah, I Sorry, should. can
7: you have a passenger list, please, on the Boston flight which has
5: arrived?
6: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Would it be possible to page somebody? Mr and Mrs Philbin, P-H-I-L-B-I-N, passengers from Boston. Attention, please, Mr and Mrs Philbin, travelling from Boston. Please come to the information
6: desk at
3: the arrival hall? Mr and Mrs Philbin, to the
2: information desk, please.
8: Pardon? There's a message out there for Phil Orr and Moskeen.
5: Phil Alora? Phil Orr and Moskeen. to contact that's information.
6: System. Peer controller looking for you upstairs down to the right on the left. Peer control. control. Erling Lingus Peer Control.
9: OK. Upstairs
6: and, upstairs and down to the right.
7: Upstairs uh, and down to
9: the right. This is the information desk that's uh, for right at the moment. Now, the equipment available to the girls, the information assistants, if you like, inside this desk is two monitors which reflect exactly the same information which is put out on our public television information screens. Uh, Funnily enough, people who watch these screens don't often believe or credit what they see and will come back to the desk to reassure themselves on the status of any particular flight in addition to those two monitors they have uh, monitors from cameras which are located in the customs hall from these monitors they can see whether bags for a specific flight have arrived in the customs hall or not whether people have collected their bags in other words they can give information exactly on the status of any arriving flight Uh, further to that they have an intercom system uh, over which they communicate to our pod, which is uh, a tower located on the roof of the terminal building. The people uh, in that area can give them up-to-date information on departure time, arrival time, actual times on chucks and departure times. They can also obtain information from operating airlines regarding possible delays, etc.
6: Colman, I have an inquiry. Flight EI-668 to Zurich this evening. Will that operate on time? Uh, that won't get away in
7: time either, John. It'll be restricted by the ATC dispute at Heathrow.
6: You won't be able to give me any time at this stage?
7: Well, it won't be issued with a delay until the aircraft actually call for start-up clearance
6: from Dublin. OK, thanks, Coleman.
3: The information desk here in in the airport is obviously a very busy place and the girls here come under a great deal of pressure. What sort of pressure is this?
6: Well, uh, every kind of pressure, particularly in the summertime when there are so many more people travelling. And, like, for example, now at the moment this past week, due to the ATC, goes slow at London, they're under constant pressure. And uh, people just don't seem to understand why you don't know what time of flight will come in. And you can't say because at London at the moment they're just sitting waiting to take off and it can be hours, up to three hours, which has happened. But this sort of thing people don't understand.
3: An airport is a sort of a meeting place for all sorts of strange people pass through and some, some of them actually come out here. The airport attracts them. Oh,
6: yes. What yes. sort
3: of people, strange people, do you get coming to an information desk asking questions?
6: <laughs> you get all sorts of queer people. Uh, people uh, coming out to meet people who they haven't met for years and come over to you and they say, uh, well, he said he'd be arriving at such and such a time. They have no idea of flight numbers or anything. They expect you should know what time you'd get to London, what time you should get on a plane, this sort of thing. And then you get the people who come out just to look at the ar- airport and to see what goes on.
3: And would they sometimes go up the information desk and start asking questions?
6: Oh, yes, where everything is even had somebody coming over the other day because they have the loan of a dictionary. Yeah. Are
2: you reading mary Byrne? Yes, yes, we that are. That's my niece. I'm not putting her on the plane this minute. You Who's you Byrne? mary yes. Yeah, that's my niece. She's after boarding the plane, actually. She's actually... But there's somebody here wanting to it it, her. You know? Just a lady. It's that lady. Excuse me, were you looking for mary Byrne? Yes. Oh, thank you. Are you Sheila, by any chance? Yes, I am. Oh, I'm mary aunt, Bree. This oh, is my mother, Byrne. This is Kathleen's friend. She's just after boarding the plane. I, no, we were here since... Uh, actually, we child to was only for them. Kathleen last night, told us mary was told the plane wasn't going until 11.30 no, so we checked last night. I know, but we checked too. We were given the wrong information. Yeah, yeah, so to last night the... uh, we rang again, and they said uh, she was to, uh, out here at quarter to 10. Checking at quarter to ten. Yeah, looking out of you, but, but I didn't couldn't. know you. Yeah. But she was what looking out. We were an hour over there trying to check. Okay. She's in the no-smoking section. Well, I don't even know, because I, 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 I never got that. None of us smoke, we never got that. Yeah, yeah, we had and Cargilline up last night for the
4: well, the major problems at the big airports is the long waiting lines and the uh, lack of services from handling baggage and things like that. And I didn't find any problem here today.
10: Some of the bigger airports, like, uh, well, it was Chicago, is the worst one I've ever been in. It was so vast that uh, if
4: you weren't quick about moving around the airport, you'd miss planes. You had to go from one end to the other and it was a great long distance of moving from one terminal to the next. And I, well, it's because of the tremendous size and number of uh, airplanes coming into that airport. Kennedy and LaGuardia are two other airports I'm familiar with in New York City and they're also very large and uh, I think Uh, This airport is uh, relatively modern, new, up-to-date compared to those and service is very good
11: here.
5: Good afternoon, where are you travelling to? Uh,
11: Flight 668 to
12: Zurich. please.
3: Right, thank you, if you just leave your luggage on the scales. And I need your ticket and your passport, please. Now, it's gate B24 at a quarter to four for boarding. 668 baggage, uh, wrongly marked baggage can be a, a problem, but uh, it, it's, it's a thing uh, if we catch it early enough and uh, we ring the check- in the check-in, announce the, the client whose uh, bag may be if it's not marked up, uh, if not then uh, be sent back in for checking out, and it's a matter will be sent out on the, uh, the next flight to that destination. The pod, as it is familiarly known, is the ground control tower. With responsibility for allotting apron space to aircraft and for feeding back to the information desk departure and arrival times. It is also the nerve centre of airport security.
8: Apron watch, police too. Please do go. Could you go to air cargo, please, to collect valuable cargo for flight 668 and take to stand 37?
7: Stand 37, Roger D. Yeah,
8: Zurich. Roger, uh, 668, Sierra Fox. Thanks. Can I have a stand
7: for the eight
8: two three from Paris, please? Yes, that's um, Sierra Fox for the 668 to Zurich. Stand, gate 25. Thank you very
2: much.
8: We're here in the security part at the top of the main terminal building. Here we have a bank of cameras that we can watch all these different areas in the main building. But as you're using these switches here on the right, you can switch to any of the key areas. Any trouble we see coming up on any of these areas at all, we can either get a foot patrol to them immediately by contact with the radio, or in the further outposts here, like the car park and the other outer buildings, the head office block, and that we can send the police car, which is also radio-controlled. Each camera is controlling three different points. We switch on to each point. Several of the cameras are panning cameras. We can tilt or focus in on the various points. We also have up here the main fire phones. And we can, the hottest man 24 hours a day, any fire calls that come in on the emergency phones would come to here. And we can pass it on immediately to the fire station through the direct contact here. We have behind us the security um, fire control. This is worked by fire, uh, by fire heat or smoke alarms around the building.
5: Yeah, well, it was cleared in by the man on number one post uh, to do some job. It's a short-term job there, and he's uh, trying out some equipment, a fan. So the uh, handiest way of bringing it in was to bring the car in Man number one post here to two, and on the uh,
12: request from the hangar superintendent. Uh, Roger D, you know all about it anyway, Mister Smith. We will pass that on to the CL. That uh, is okay. Uh, Roger D. Uh, fire station. Uh, fire station. Apron watch here. Could we have an ambulance to meet flight 205 from Manchester on stand 36? Big hey, call us. flight 205,
1: stand 36 from Manchester. Roger D. Would you tell
7: me there's much of a delay on the 668 flight
8: to Zurich due to LTC's OK. Um, the aircraft for the 668 was uh, about half an hour out late this morning, so I reckon about a 30-minute delay outbound to get it out of Dublin at... um a lucky, see, about 16.30. Thank you
2: very much.
11: Well,
3: the pilot for the Aer Lingus 668 to Zurich is Flight Captain Colin Moriarty.
4: Weather for each of the aerodromes. It just types it out, but this is because of the telex strike. <laughs> At the bomb is not working. Hello, uh, uh, Zurich, please.
7: Hello, yeah. Uh To Zurich, you have first uh,
5: over Ireland, and the uh, I see uh, northerly flow. It becomes westerly over uh, the. Over France. My name is William Ryan. Uh, I'm working here uh, for. Uh, Last 20 years. I'm a pest controller, you know. My job is to uh, keep the rats and mice under control. And also the cats, which are a menace in the place, you know.
3: Well, here with you, you have your apprentice, uh, a young man whom you're training in here for the job. Yes. So, what is your feeling about this job? How do you see it?
11: Oh, well, uh, it's um, it's a necessary job. Like, uh, the rats are a problem. Like, if they do get into buildings, they can cost way frightening people, for a start, you know. But uh, cats, I think the biggest problem, like, is if they get into uh, electrical equipment, you know, they can cause
12: trouble, you know. But otherwise, mm, it's
7: really of not Here in the control tower, tower. what What
3: use do you make of binoculars in the control tower?
10: Well, we use them primarily for uh, watching the movement of aircraft and also watching the airfield itself, particularly runways, for board activity, which at the moment, this time of the year, you get a lot of boards on the the airfield. And... uh, a single bird ingested into a jet engine can cost about £10,000, £12,000 worth of damage, so they're an annoyance to the... Uh, more than an annoyance, an expensive thing for airlines. So we monitor anything like that on the airfield.
3: What sort of birds do you get around
10: the airport here? In the morning time, you'll get seagulls flying in from the coast, and again, sometimes in the evening. And the daytime, um, you get a lot of plover. And crows. You get flocks of crows around the airfield in the afternoon around this time. And as I say, in about a few hours in the evening now, we'll have uh, seagulls flying over. They seem to be attracted to the concrete areas particularly. I don't know, there's some reason for it. But um, it's a great problem with most airfields in the world, bird control. So we have to be on our toes and keep an eye out for them all the time. And if you spot a, a large number of birds circling the airport, what do you do? Well... Depending on uh, whether they're going to be a problem for aircraft, if they're away from the movement area, we don't want to disturb them prepared to leave them there. But if they're affecting aircraft operations, we will advise the fire crew by telephone, and then fire crew will go out in a vehicle and they will scare off the boards either by use of flares or shotgun.
5: Rescue 2 ground.
7: Rescue 2
5: ground, go ahead. Rescue 2 is at the approach to taxi 12, requesting clearance onto runway 30 to carry out a bird-scaling operation. Rescue 2 ground, you clear to go onto runway 30. Rescue 2, clear to
4: go. The air turbulence was forecast, which is... Um for the passenger, it just means the aircraft begins uh, the bump as it's going along. It's not associated with clouds or anything, and it can vary from moderate to severe. Now, if it's severe, you'd certainly try to avoid it. Even with moderate turbulence, you would leave the seatbelt sign on. So, from the passenger point of view, you would uh, avoid it. But
3: it has been inside here in the no in report. the belly of a um, Boeing 737, yeah. and uh, in in the hangars in in, in Dublin Airport. Um, what exactly are you doing to this uh, aircraft? You're obviously doing a very major job on it.
11: Well, this is an aircraft which is in for what is known as MBC, which is a major, the most major inspection any aircraft can get. It has uh, a life span of so many years between the number of these particular checks it gets. And at this stage, we're laying. Uh, the floor lock assembly which will take either a freight pallet or a seat pallet.
3: In in fact you have more or less gutted this aircraft you have actually taken it apart and and reassembled it again. All bar the the main support. Yes, bar the main support. But you wouldn't normally do do this sort of a job uh, to all aircraft say on the day to day or week to week month by month. What sort of Uh, repairs do you
11: do here in the hangar? Well, we cover every aspect of repairs, but we would, the, the like of this aircraft, like each of them have their own uh, period, uh, be it, uh, this particular model is a 737, a Boeing, and it will, over a number of years, it is due this uh, MBC, the, the same period of time wouldn't apply in the case of a, a BSC 111. What has your walking day been like today? would Well, it would also help. Well, it'll be easy to start last night. I finished last night
4: at um, quarter, th- quarter to three, 2.30, because of this ATC delay in London. We were delayed about four hours out of London. So I finished work at, say, half two last night, uh, and sorry, I checked in here at uh, ten past three.
7: We cannot put our hand
10: on the Zurich
4: ad Just a second. OK. So we check in 50 minutes before a flight, so a flight like this, which is uh, the continental flights, it's not a terribly long flight. we you're back at nine o'clock, you know, you wouldn't take any, you wouldn't take, take any particular rest during that. But on a longer flight, certainly on the inclusive tours which are through the
9: night, or down to Rome, Rimini.
7: ZH, 1420,
9: We are now entering Pier B. Dublin Airport is normally serviced by two departure piers, namely Pier A and Pier B. Uh, due to uh, a fairly restricted flight schedule over the past couple of years and general recession, it has been found that uh, one pier, namely Pier B, has been sufficient to handle departing passengers. With the general increase and, um, in, in flight traffic, it's anticipated that Pier A will reopen next year to handle the uh, increased demand. At the entrance point to Pier B, we have a first security check where a security officer checks that all individuals entering this area must hold a boarding card. We then proceed to a hand baggage uh, check which is carried out on an X-ray machine. This machine will identify in the baggage whether any firearms may be present or not.
13: Okay, sir, so place all your baggage there, on the belt. Thank you. Walk through the metal detector and pick up your baggage at the other end. This is where the baggage are screened before the people go on board. All their hand luggage. Um, it's the last check before they go on board from the security check.
3: How does it operate?
13: There's a man, man's here on this side of the camera, and he observes all the baggage going through. He x-rays all the baggage. You can see if there's anything like guns or anything in the bag, then not supposed to be there he stops the baggage and takes no, it he out he here. He put there, up on there.
4: this uh, screen in front of us here. It's very indistinct at the moment. You can see. This is Ireland here, and this is the UK, and this is continental. And this is the general weather picture. Now, he's putting yeah, can
7: up... Can you see this, uh at all?
4: It's not very clear now.
7: No, I'm sorry, but I we are supposed to touch the... Oh, the, yeah, okay, I can the, see well, it now, actually. All the, the spherics reports are over Germany and uh, the north of Italy, but... There seems to be nothing uh, on the line from uh, the southeast of
4: England to, to Zurich, except
7: just perhaps one there east of Paris. Okay.
4: Uh, very far. That's fine. Um, what about return uh, back here? Will be okay um, as forecast.
7: Quite all right here.
4: Okay, thank you. one. Yeah. It's, it's one of the more important aspects of the flight planning is checking the weather. Because certainly around Europe, the weather can change quite dramatically within a couple of hours. So generally speaking, you're en route now, we'll be getting weather over the radio, we'll be listening to weather stations broadcasting. So we'll be able to pick up any trend, any change, even before it happens, we should be able to anticipate. So it's pretty comprehensive, the coverage on on the weather. How do you and your crew, Captain, approach each flight? Each flight is separate and distinct in the sense there are certain um, fuel figures, which, for instance, we have a, a set figure for each place we go, and unless the wind there or the weather there is drastically changed, we wouldn't increase the fuel. For instance, if we were going to Zurich now, and Zurich was forecasting fog, and Geneva, all that area was bad, we would take extra fuel. In this case, we'll take what's called sector fuel, which is a computed average
9: fuel. In addition in addition to the uh, X-ray baggage unit, we have also a, a walk-through body metal detector, which will indicate the presence of any metal uh, being carried on the person.
3: 668 to Zurich, uh, from Dublin to Zurich, is out on the um, apron. What exactly is the procedure from your point of view with an aircraft like
12: that? Well, from the engineering point of view, uh, incoming the aircraft is uh, met by a mechanic qualified to transit the airplane. He carries out an inspection of the aircraft in accordance with uh, regulations for serviceability and any defects which uh, the captain may enter in his tech log on arrival. Uh, Any defects that may be on the aircraft are uh, rectified. The uh, aircraft is cleared for flight Uh, during this period the uh, interior of the aircraft has been cleaned and um, uh, seats cushions and all the rest prepared put in preparation for the next uh, flight Uh, fuel load is uh, produced by the load control section and this is passed uh, to the mechanic doing the transit check on the aircraft the uh, fuelers are uh, contacted, they usually know the list of flights operating. They connect their uh, bowsers to the aircraft and the mechanic monitors the uh, fueling to the uh, correct level and distribution. When the mechanic is satisfied that the aircraft is uh, fully serviced for flight, uh, correct fuel load and is ready for boarding, and he will pass this information uh, to the ground operations uh, supervisor who will uh, co- commence to uh, board the passengers.
13: On agent 538 ground, clear Dublin to Manchester, Blue 1, cross Liffey, flight level 150, request level change on route. Just doing an agent now, okay? 538, Manchester,
2: Blue 1, level 150, request change on route,
13: 538. That's quite too many people on board. 72 total. Thank you, contact tower 118.6, bye-bye.
3: What exactly do you have to do from here? What, say, when a, when a plane is going in or a plane is going out, what exactly is your job?
1: We, our job in this respect is to provide mainly safe, safety. we must provide a safe operation. And in, in so doing, we must provide separation between aircraft routing the same route, either by vertical separation, and that is one higher than the other, Lateral separation, which is uh, on different routes from the airfield, or longitudinal separation, that is time separation, one behind the other and keeping that time and distance between them.
3: You're rather like the traffic policeman of the airport.
1: Yes, uh, that could be in a general way, like uh, a traffic policeman, but the difference between a traffic policeman and an air traffic controller is that although they may apply something like separate standards all right, with, with regards to traffic, you must remember that the air traffic controller has uh, to deal with aircraft that cannot stop in the air.
13: 872, clear the cross from five to holding point 06. Your flight plan to Luton is approved with special VFR clearance to the
3: Dublin zone boundary. You go to uh, Zurich now. What time do you expect to be there? And do you do intend to come back tonight, I gather, from something you said.
4: Yeah. Well, now, we were initially due to take off at 4 o'clock local, but because of um, this air traffic control delay in the London area, it affects aircraft taking off from here. It's rather like uh, traffic lights. Uh, we have to wait for a green to go, and there are airways which are rather like motorways in the air. And we have to wait to get our slot in that, which will get us to Zurich. Now, we're flying over the London area, so this affects us. In this case, we've got a 40-minute delay, and we're now taking off at uh, 4.40 local. Flight time is approximately two hours. So that puts us in there at about half six. We have about an hour on the ground there, and we're due back here at 9 o'clock local.
3: And that finishes us then for the day. What kind of people fly this flight from Dublin to Zurich?
4: Uh, well, it's Friday evening now, so I'd imagine there are mainly business people returning to the continent. Um, we will get some, probably, school children, you know, au payers and that sort of thing. And there probably will be a smattering of uh, tourists, but I'm sure the traffic people will be more au fait with the law than I would be, you know.
3: I would expect quite a few business people on this.
2: I'm going to Zurich.
3: Yes. Have you have you worked here in this country, or are you on holidays?
2: I have been on holidays. Yes.
11: Yeah. Been on holidays here. Yes. Uh,
3: fisherman's holiday or no? On the riverboat
11: from Carrigoneen, we were uh, going to Killaloe and then back to Carrigoneen. Uh, that was very nice. Where do you
3: live on the continent? In Basel. Basel. I see. So Switzerland, you yes. you fly into Zurich and then go to, uh, to uh,
11: with another plane to, to Basel.
4: Uh, we have two weeks a uh, car, and one week we stay in Dublin. Oh, it's an easy flight, uh, I hope. But the weather is good.
3: Have you been here on a holiday, or are you here holiday. on business?
7: Holiday.
3: Where do you come from?
7: Zurich.
3: And you're flying back? Yeah. To Zurich. How long have you been here? Two weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, what have you done in the period? <gasps> oh,
2: we went with a car. Mrs. Fitzgibbon, Because my daughter lives there. I see.
3: Um, do you need to stay there for some time, or are you just going home?
2: Oh, I'm going for a visit, just yes, about a month. Mm-hmm.
3: Is it a regular flight for you from Dublin to when Zurich?
2: Well, she's only living in Zurich now since February, so this is my first about to Zurich. I see.
3: And you actually live in Zurich, do you? No,
2: no, I'm going to my daughter in Kreuzlingen. Oh, I see. Yeah, she's living there too, married to And
3: you're you, you taking train or car from Zurich?
2: Oh, they're meeting me at Zurich, Yeah.
3: Have you... Taken this flight before from Dublin. Yes, yes
2: I've been three times. Yes. I have gone overland as well, which I prefer if I have a friend, because you see the countryside, you know, it's lovely going through Belgium, that I like it at any rate. It's a nice way to go. Yeah, it is. If you have the time. Except it's very convenient to fly. If you want somebody with you, that's the only thing, you know. Only this way it's so quick. A, a short party. holiday,
3: yeah. I see. Well,
2: we're just
6: connecting a flight with Zurich. We're not staying in
3: Zurich. You, and where are you going to? To bau mm-hmm. uh, have, you, have you taken this flight before? No, first time. Yes. And uh, have you been in bau before, in Switzerland before? No, we haven't. <laughs> yes, it's your first time. Are you brother and sister or... Oh, man wife and wife. <laughs> man and wife. Aren't Shortly. I see. To uh, Vegas on Lake Lucerne. Is this on a holiday? On a holiday. Uh, to... Um, uh, friends of yours or? to my sister to our sister I should say uh, she's married to a Swiss and they have a lovely hotel on the lake of Lucerne. so uh, we're having everything on the
2: house you see and that's I why we're going to oh, such a dear good, country
3: <laughs> uh, have you, you've obviously been there before
2: we go out every year well it, we don't all go every year but some of the family go every year and I have gone for about the last I suppose 15 consecutive years
3: you're three sisters, in fact, are you?
11: We're two sisters, a and this is my
7: sister-in-law.
3: I see. You've been there before? I've been there before, but not quite so often as Mona. I see. And uh, what part of the country do you come from? Are you? Uh, we're originally from Dublin, and Mona's still in Dublin, but I married a corkman, so I <laughs> went down on a single ticket. <laughs> How long do you intend to spend in Switzerland? I'm spending a fortnight. My sister will be three weeks. 668 ground. Good afternoon. Standby for push and
13: start, please. The time 4.8. Surface wind 03010 knots. Runway 35 or 06. Temperature 17. QNH 1007. QFE 9999. Is there stuck time of uh, on the of minus good? That is affirmative. Will advise now very shortly.
3: Looking from the terminal building, an onlooker sees you as the
14: last person who has touched this aircraft. You're an aircraft mechanic. What exactly do you do? Well, when the aircraft is fully uh, loaded and all the doors are closed, the pilot uh, requests permission from the control tower to start his engines. We give the pilot clearance to start his engines if there's nobody in the way or anything else that would damage the engines. He then starts his engines. When the engines are running, the pilot again receives permission from the control tower to push the airplane back from the stands. He uh, passes this information to us by radio control. We then push the aircraft back off the stand, and when we are fully back, we ask the pilot to apply the brakes. He puts on the brakes, and when the aircraft is fully ready to taxi away under his own power, we disconnect the tow bar and the tractor, we inform the captain that he is clear to taxi and we break radio contact and after this, all contact is made by hand signals. We then signal to the captain that he is clear to taxi and he attacks us out to the end of the runway. It looks like a very dangerous job. Well, it is only dangerous if you, through carelessness, walk in front of an engine intake. There are certain guidelines that you take. You must walk so many feet away from the intake otherwise you will be sucked in now here in the stand there are fire bottles what purpose do they serve? these fire bottles must be on every stand that there is an aircraft on to ensure that if the aircraft goes on fire during start up you will have a fire bottle to extinguish the
13: fire ok this I think the 68 six, now has a slot time is he to get priority and clear him to start? Uh,
4: roger uh, I'll
13: be in the uh, start No, I haven't given them start yet.
11: Okay, give me 668. I think it's
13: 668. Your uh, time of 1600 plus or minus 3 is still good. You're clear to start and push.
3: Does your crew remain the same all the time? Do you work with the same crew? And do you see yourself as a member of a crew or as the leader of a crew?
4: Well, first of all, the first question is, no, the crew changes all the time. Um... We were both flying last night, but we were flying with different he was flying with a different captain, and I had a different co pilot, and the same thing happens tomorrow. Now, as regards to philosophy on board, it's quite definitely um, a team effort. It's very, very important. In fact, uh, we include the cabin staff in this. We have, there's a big change in emphasis on the, the air hostess's job now, for instance. Um, in the old days, it was purely you know, tea, coffee nice smiles now her primary function is um, an emergency function in the event of emergency she is responsible and so are we for getting the passengers off the aircraft and we have in the last three or four years changed our whole philosophy in this respect so they are now quite highly trained in emergency equipment and emergency evacuations and we have a a section out here which which they, they do training every year on the various types and various equipment. So, as a the flight today, and now yes, we are a team, and as captain, I am leader of that team. But I have my specific duties. It's not a question of sitting back and telling people what to do. Erlinga six six eight, clear push.
13: Arlinga six six eight, taxi. six six eight, taxi. Holding point on 06, Standby for crossing runway three
10: five.
13: Erlingus 668 is cleared across from 835.
12: 668, thank you. When
13: 668, ground copy, your ATC clearance. Cleared Dublin to Zurich. Red 14, green 1, amber 1. Cross Vartree, flight level 230. Request level change en route. Red 14, green 1, flight track Vartree
3: 230. Request
13: Right that is correct. Nine, one, six six eight contact Dublin Tower one one eight decimal six. six. Bye bye now.
10: Six six eight hold clear runway zero, 06. Six six eight cleared to line up runway
11: zero six and hold.
4: Heading six six eight. Uh, we're on our way now and straight ahead to three thousand feet on a right turn for the archery.